This is Roderick Strong, and you're listening to WNF. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Bear. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 305 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We are on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel is at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Abert. There you go. So welcome to the show. Welcome Three. to the Christmas episode. The holiday edition is here. Christmas holiday is yeah. holiday. right around the corner. 305 Live. 305 Live. There you go. Yeah. Not, not, not live at all. Not live. Well, it's live when we're recording it. Live Oops. tape. Tape delay, but we're still calling it live. Like 205 Live did last week for the Tribute to the Troops week. I didn't get to catch Tribute to the Troops, but that's okay. Um, no, I didn't, I didn't catch it either. I caught, like, certain clips that they posted on Facebook, but other than that, I, I didn't. Yeah. I know that, uh... Where was it located at? It was the same place that they did SmackDown. Oh, uh, okay. They they so, taped they taped 205 Live uh, either before or after Raw Yeah. To, to make room for the tribute to the So troops. they don't do the thing where they go overseas anymore? Not really. I know it was. Uh, I know they had done that for a couple of years, where they'd go overseas and do it at outside base or something like that. But uh, yeah, as of late, they've been doing it just in a normal arena. I think they still go and visit bases and like yeah. hang out and stuff. Because I saw like pictures of like Sasha like shooting machine guns and stuff, and like uh, other military like things. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think they do oh, still yeah, go yeah. in. And also I saw Cesaro on a boat or something. Or Yeah, they, they definitely still go to the bases and like see them and stuff. I they just, just yeah. they just don't perform. They just, you know, go say hello and chill and hang out with them and stuff like that. Meet and greets. Yeah. Go say hello to the uh to the troops. Thank them for their service. Um but we are getting set for Christmas. Gonna be taking place next Sunday on the WWE network. Oh wait, no. Just taking place on Sunday. Tyler, are you excited for the holidays? Yeah. Yeah. Um It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Doug? Yeah, I like um I like the holidays. Um Yeah, I'm good with it. Plus I think um it falls on a Sunday, so at my work we're observing the holiday on a Monday, so I get two back to back. So Yeah, I'm stoked about that. Yeah, it's yeah. the same same for me. I'm I'm pretty stoked about that because normally I just get Sunday off, right? And so uh, for me to get Sunday and Monday, and we're getting half a day on Friday. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so we're uh, we're getting ready to party it up a little bit. Yeah, I gotta cut the celebration short because I have to work Monday. Oh, what? Yeah. You get the whole week off before, yeah. right? No, well I got uh, well half the week, but yeah. Oh, but you still. poor thing. See, switch switch Wednesday with the Monday, but no, I'm fine with it. Hey man, I get to cut stuff short and. Good for me. I don't care. <laughs> Kelsey gets two weeks off. She's off now until January third. Ah, that's really cool. No, that's what the kids in the schools get. Yeah, that's they, they get do. the week, the week of, and then the week after. Yeah, like, they man. don't go back till after New Year's. I chose yeah. the wrong profession. 
because they don't they don't they don't go back the the day after New or two days or whatever like not New Year Day not the day after but like two days after yeah it's like a Tuesday they go back so hmm. well because similar teacher's work day or well something no like similar to uh, to Christmas uh, New Year's is falling on a Sunday yeah so they're like well which might as well hey I I'll take what I can get I'm I'm yeah. happy to get anything because I have three days this week and then two days next week so. I don't. I would. I wouldn't mind having the whole week off. That'd be pretty nice. But uh, anyways, let's talk about the uh, the show. We've got plenty to talk about. Feedback. We're gonna discuss Roadblock, Raw, SmackDown, hot topics. We might cover a little bit more throughout the uh, the evening. But that's just kind of what I have planned uh, for now. So Tyler, how you doing? I'm actually doing pretty good. Yeah. Um. I'm feeling good, and um. You know, I just uh, dropped some uh, some gifts to my best buds over here. That's right. Some wrestling gifts. and uh, Something I to get us they, in the festive mood. I think they enjoyed it, if you want to. Absolutely, yeah. Doug and I both got our own uh, own box of booty O's. I, yes. I, I'm pretty booty, so I definitely needed that. I definitely yeah. need it so that I Two make sure versions. that I am not booty. Two different versions. You got the regular and the holiday one. So. That's right. So thank you very much for that, Tyler. I start my New Year off that right. Put, that's I'm right. Start not being so booty anymore. I know that. I know it's <laughs> New little. Year's resolution: don't be booty. <laughs> don't be I, so booty. <laughs> I know it's little, and probably people think it's stupid, whatever. But it, it put a smile on my face just to bring it in here yeah. to give to y'all. Like so, I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, really cool. Thank you very much for that, Tyler. And uh, now that Roadblock is done, no more pay per views until the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and as we get set for that, that was my gift to you guys. Yeah. For Christmas, uh, I gave y'all uh, some personalized gift certificates that uh, I might share on the uh, on the podcast page for people to check They're out. They're pretty cool looking, and uh, it'll be for uh, for souvenirs. So we'll make the trip even more special. Doug and I have our own currency. Yes, y'all have y'all's own country now. Weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it's located. I'll find it. Eventually. We'll find it somewhere. We'll yeah, find yeah. an island somewhere, and that'll be it. Yeah. Uh, you might not own it, but you do have twenty five dollars towards it. So there's something to think about how you're going to grow your country with 25 bucks. You got to plan it. Yeah. So, uh, so for all of our listeners who happen to be listening during this holiday time, uh, we wish you happy holidays, whatever, uh, holiday you might be celebrating around this time of year. Hope it's a great one for you. Yep. And, uh, we certainly appreciate everyone who's, uh, who's tuning in this week. Uh, I know the busy, busy times during the holidays the loved ones are, uh, coming into town or some of y'all ha- might have to work late i used to work in retail so i know all about that it's uh it's never fun but um let's talk about some feedback that we got uh the first one is from james saying cruiserweight division just got better with a heel neville and uh i, I tend to agree yeah i mean i think he's a welcome addition he's um i think he's gonna help feel more towards the Kendrick role and that he's been there for a while. He sort of knows what they want out of people. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It's uh, I, I, It was strange for me at first to see him sort of as a heel. I didn't know that he could necessarily pull off the heel, but the heel char- character work. But then, uh, you know, he was f- completely fine on 205 Live. So, uh, I yeah. mean, he, he'll be fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's a good addition. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I assume they're going to go with 
him and Swan next? More than likely, I would think. Yeah. Because we were, we were discussing uh, before we gave our predictions for Roadblock, who would they go for after this? Because you feel like it's kind of the Kendrick and Perkins blow off to set up Swan for someone else. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really have someone set up. Yeah, no. But right. inserting Neville is the perfect placement. And uh, I think a lot of people were taken back the fact that Neville could do such heel work. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm pretty pumped for it, really. Yeah. Um, when that stuff happened, I was pretty excited, and um, we were like we were wondering what was gonna happen when he came back. So this mm-hmm. is it. So well, char- character work and Mike skills has never been his strength yeah. as a performer, but he was rock solid in what he did at the pay per view and as well what he did on Two of Five Live. So and the promo he cut uh, yeah, on Raw, Raw where he's well. saying I'm the uh, I'm gonna be the king of the cruiserweights. I'm gonna obliterate it, anyone who gets in my way in this division. So, uh, so, because I know we were wondering, you know, what's going to be next because, you know, you have those three guys and I'm um, taking Neville out, but I'm talking about, you know, TJ Swan mm-hmm. and Kendrick, Kendrick, but I, I was like, I don't think they're going to interject, you know, bring someone else from the cruiserweights and put them in there because everyone else has other things going on yeah. for the most part. Uh, and I think it's positive for him as well, seeing as how he didn't have much direction I know he had been injured for a yes. while and then come back, and they really hadn't used him since. They did that couple of weeks that him and Sami Zayn tagged together, and that mm-hmm. was like about it since he had been back. Yeah. I'm sure he's happy to have some direction. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's 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 good for the division. It's good for Neville because it adds a well-established name, like we like you spoke about earlier. Uh, it adds a well-established name to the division, and then it you know, allows him to flourish. Because we know what he can do, but he can't really do that inside the ring when he's going up against people like Mark Henry or you know the larger set guys. True. Now, I'm not saying that he can't do it, but it it helps him more whenever he's doing it with guys more his own size. Yeah, um, and as um, regardless of how you feel about, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> well, we, it's been proven pretty pretty handily to me at least that as good as some of these cruiserweights are that they have brought in specifically for 205 and the cruiserweight division, Mm -hmm. until they are given some storylines to get over, until they are given some character work to get over, no matter how good they can possibly be in the ring, they're still not resonating with a lot of fans. And regardless if that you think those, how you feel about that personally Guys like Neville, who are already there, who they already know, who they're already familiar with, Kendrick as well, is going to help that show and help those other guys as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, so this is this going to stem off into another question, and this may go into a topic too. Sure. I'm just have a yeah, question. that's fine. Um, okay, so since you said that you think a lot of, a lot of um, these wrestlers are not resonating with other people, I mean the audience members and stuff like that, do you feel like that? It's gonna be the same thing for the UK thing, but no, they're gonna be based in the UK though too. But um, how do you? The UK thing is gonna be a little bit closer to the classic, I believe. Yeah, it um, was. It was announced uh, for those who has not who have not heard. Uh, Triple H announced that there's gonna be a UK Championship tournament uh, taking place in what was it early mid January, fourteenth and fifteenth, yeah. or somewhere 15th around sixteenth, something like that. You know. Because I think January they're gonna have the the, the two two night thing or whatever, and then mm-hmm. it's gonna later on be a show. Yes, 
but I don't look, know that it's going to travel like to a five. No, I think it's going to be. Uh, okay. I think it's going to be, be set in recording. a location. So you're going to have those people over there who they're going to probably be more aware of those people yeah. over there. So okay, yeah. so it's not going to be just like the. the it's going to be taking place in the UK. Yeah, they're going gotcha. to air it on okay. the network, but it's going to be filmed in the UK. They may get more reaction out of the, that crowd over there than yeah. you know people who are there for SmackDown watching the 205 people. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be more akin to like a full cell where those people are going there and know who those people are. Yeah, that's true. That's and true, are true. going to act accordingly. Yeah. Um, also, since we're on that subject too, um, yeah. they got Nigel McGinnis. He's going to be uh, with Michael, uh, well, for the tournament, he's going to be with Michael Cole and yeah. uh, calling all that stuff. So This isn't really here or there, but that's a sexy belt. That they, yeah, they, yes, yeah, it that's is. That's probably the best looking belt they've got, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. It's got, it's got the new... The new flair to it, by but still looks very classic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a good looking belt. Yeah, it's respect to the classic with a new uh, new wave uh, spin on it. Yeah, and yeah. even even the the side plates, they you know they're going to do the you know the standard belt interchanging right you know side plates, which I'm totally fine with. Well, like the strap and the shape of the face plate is mm-hmm. the new style. But the way that they've done, like, like the design on the faceplate is very like classic. Yeah, I like it. Um, I think it is. It may be like how what's on their like coin money. I thought I I may look UKers don't fucking <laughs> don't fucking roast me. I don't know what it is, obviously. But I thought I might have heard said someone say that's what's on like a coin or something. Yeah, whatever it is, it looks cool. I don't know. It's a good looking belt. It is. Um, since I'm also talking about another thing too, it reminds me. Uh. Daniel told me that they're also thinking about uh, doing a women's tournament too. Yeah, yes. it's coming next year. Dude, they're going to be producing a lot of stuff, get they're, a lot of stuff. Like They're packing it in. It's like they were already dominant as this WWE, but they're gonna like, hey, you know what? You I know, think they're wanting to be like the it. place. Yeah. yeah. Like if you want to watch wrestling, don't, don't watch Japan. Don't go to this channel. Go right here to the WWE Network. I think that's what they might be trying to do. Because they're, you know, they got the Dusty Classic, which they could incorporate into its own show if they wanted to. But they this year they, um, well, I think last year they did it as well. They incorporated it into the NXT show, uh, but they could easily make that its own thing. You've got the cruiserweight division, you've got the UK division now. And now you have the women coming up as well. I was gonna say, you know, stuff with tags or whatever. They got those the Bollywood Boys. They're not doing anything with them. They they are here and there sometimes mm-hmm. on two or five or whatever, but. Like we talked about a few weeks ago, what are you gonna do with like a tag team on the cruiserweight show? You know, yeah, it's it's tough. But going back a bit to the uh, the UK stuff, I mean, Nigel McGuinness that's that's a huge signing for uh, for them. Did you read the? Uh, I think it was like a tweet back and forth between him and Daniel Bryan or whatever. It was like uh, Daniel Bryan was like, "Congrats, mm. uh, you know, I'm glad that we're both in WWE or something like that." But it's I can't get from word from word, but it's pretty much it sucks that we're both in WWE, but we're not wrestling. Yeah, that is so. that is kind of a downer, but you know things happen. And uh, I, I heard that there was a a story that came out that said that uh, Nigel McGuinness didn't really let Ring of Honor know that far in advance that he was going to be leaving. He kind of just left. He was like, "Hey, I'm I'm out of here," and then shows up at WWE a few weeks later. Uh, so they're saying that. Uh, well, that, I mean, if he's con- contractually ob- um, if he's contractually able to do that, then that's on them for not locking up their talent. Mm-hmm. 
They've got a lot of problems with that and a lot of problems apparently coming with not being able to re-sign people and uh, people not happy or looking to go elsewhere. Mm. Uh, but to touch a little bit more on the UK stuff, what you're talking about, um, yes, like that is... I mean, yes, that crowd's going to be hotter. Like They're going to go into where... The UK indie scene is very hot. They're going to take your progress, your Rev Pro, your ICW. All those fans are going to go to see that shit. And they are going to be hot for you know those guys that are participating, and not not all of those guys are in that tournament, but those are the fans that they're uh, they are uh, looking to attract. And also, it was, from my understanding, a bit of a power play because um, one of the larger uh, it's like ITV or so I I don't know the name of the channel. It's like it's like BBC is like the big one, and there's like the one under that was relaunching World of Sport starting in January. Hmm. So it might have been a power play to lock some of these guys out. I don't wow, I don't know how yeah. far in advance this was I wouldn't gone. Be surprised. But there are speculation that it could have been like locking some of these guys out of that or trying to or or, or at least trying to get in there and get get going like and say hey we're here too so that it, that that whole area isn't just lost to the new like world of sport relaunch. Wow. And uh globally dominant. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think how it's long a, before they go to Japan? Well, I mean, like it's a. I think it's a. Well, they already go to Japan. It's worth. Well, I mean, like how long before they start <clears throat> trying to take some of their talent as well? Uh, it, well, it would, it would be harder to do Japan because because New Japan is such a large. Company you know, where reach, like when they do shows and stuff over there, they like I, I follow Triple H on Facebook mm-hmm. and other WWE people and stuff like that. They're always picking up like. Uh, rest or people who want to wrestle with them, like trainees and stuff, who, who yeah. bring the NXT. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we have um, they got Ben Yang or Ben Wang, or whatever that guy. Um, they they pick wherever they go. They have tryouts and stuff. They pick up a lot of people. Hmm. So they're, I think, you know, they are going in the direction of maybe in the future creating the new superstars. Maybe yeah. not, you know, I've seen that on Raw and SmackDown sometimes. Yeah. But they're, they're planning people. for the future. Yeah. Is what they, they're doing. They are, they are, their new business model is clearly quantity. It's not, we are going to make another John Cena. It's, we are going to sign everybody the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is no, there, there may not ever be a star as big as John Cena again, but there may be like, we've got everything sewn the fuck up. Yeah. And, I mean, um, Whenever I was telling you about whenever I was sort of and I, I get that it's not maybe not as big of a news story to some people whenever I was talking to you guys about the flow slam stuff and mm-hmm. how I thought that was a big deal because they were affiliated with flow slam and how it's just weird how they're sort of second hand running the Indies through or through parts of the Indies through through That's flow true. slam. Well, I mean, I'm, whenever you said that they're like making like world, they want like. We're going back to to a certain portion of wrestling fans. The WWE is wrestling, but they're trying to make it where wrestling is WWE through and through. Like yeah. that's that's their business model is expansion, expansion, expansion. Yeah, you're with them or you're against them. I mean, that's a terrible thing for the business. Honestly, you, I mean, it's exciting to come in here and talk about all this crazy shit. But honestly, for the business as a whole, it's a terrible thing. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like um, it's a monopoly that's. You know, well, it's kind of like all these uh, uh, channels, the TV channels, like you know, NBC, USA, Sci-Fi. It's all owned by Universal. Right. Like they're their own thing, but they're all owned by the one parent company. Right. So the WWE could be trying to, 
do the same thing where it's WWE is the parent company, but there's the Raw brand, the SmackDown, the NXT, the 205, the UK, the women's, the wherever else they might plan on going, Evolve and you know yeah i mean like i've heard there has been some talk about i'll use the uk stuff as an example because it's the freshest thing and what we've been talking about mm-hmm. but apparently they've got some of these dudes on like retainer contracts for like where yes you can go work other shows and stuff but if we come calling like we come first like that kind of deal but some for some like cr- something crazy like twelve or fifteen thousand dollars a year which is insane wow. insanely low that's like yeah that's that's not a lot of money so if they can through their expansion, 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 lock people down for such little money. That's a big. That's a that's a real black mark on the industry. That's like a yeah. terrible thing for these, especially wow. for these dudes. I did not know that. And yeah. and women. I mean, wrestlers in general. I'm not trying to yeah. drive it towards a particular sex. I'm just saying that dudes because we're talking about the UK. Low. Yeah. But I mean, that may be. I may be off on the figure, but it was something. Maybe it was twenty thousand, but that's still really low. That's like. That's not that's not a that's not living. enough to live by. No, yeah. it's not. Uh-huh. And you're locking these guys. What if New Japan wanted one of those guys and was going to pay him more than twenty thousand dollars? You know, yeah. if, like Willow Spray, like is with New Japan. He's not making. I mean, I don't know what he's making, but he's pre- he's not making the twelve thousand dollars these UK tournament guys, <laughs> you know, are making. Yeah, it's. Uh, I did see the uh, the article from Triple H where he said uh, we we would love to work with Osprey, uh, but at this point in time, he just. You know our schedules can't line up, but we're willing to. We want to work with everybody. Yeah, <sighs> shit. Well, so. he's contractual. Hey, he's under contract. That's why yeah. they can't. But. <laughs> See. So okay, uh, it's exciting, but it's but I think it's important. We come in here and we get excited because it's just a crazy thing to yeah. entertain. But I think it's important. It's to, been the craziest to, year for wrestling. I think it's important to talk about. It. It's actually a, pr- a really bad thing for the industry for WWE to be such a monopoly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, because you're gonna. What if they get to a point where it's like, okay, I'm trying to think what I'm trying to say. Uh, so okay, we had these years ago. You had these indie wrestlers. And stuff, and WWE wouldn't even look at them and stuff. And now they're going after them, and people are getting their footing. Now they're the actively indies. pursuing them, yeah. yeah, and stuff like that. And people have made name through the Indies. What well, if they get to a point where it's like they dominate most of the Indies now, and it's like, oh, now you're going to get your up, you know, bringing through WWE. I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, they kind of already do in a way, like since they have a partnership with Evolve, which is one yeah. of the premier Indies. Not only do they have a partnership with Evolve, but WWE Live, which is the parent company of Evolve, has low like FIP and ACW or like smaller stepping stones. So you're basically got you got to work sm- your way through the ranks. It's a it's a farming system. They've yeah. got you you start out yeah. at a, like a ACW, and then maybe they're like, oh, you did good. Uh, you're an FIP now. Oh, you did good. You're coming to evolve. That it's like a feeder system all the way up. Like they have their tentacles all the way to the very bottom. Wow. Like coming all the they way. Got up. their roots. Yeah. So okay, uh, I'm not too familiar with the uh, with the UK talent. Uh, I didn't pull up the list of people who are going to be taking place in the division. Are there any names that we need to maybe keep an eye out for? Uh, well. Dunn and Mustache Mountain are probably the most prominent ones because well Dunn and Trent Seven were the dudes standing next to Triple H with uh, there, and then um, they throw up the two sweet. Uh, they I don't know if they did or not. They I mean, probably they, they will But then also I believe the other guy Mustache Mountain is Tyler Bates or something like that. He was all the way down on the end by Finn Balor. Those are probably mm. the three most prominent guys, I would say. Okay. So I don't know. Cool. It's exciting. Uh, at least the tournament is. Um, just more stuff to look forward to, I guess. Yep. 
Although it does make me worry, like, is it going to be too much eventually? Because there's... I didn't get to catch all of 205 Live. I haven't gotten to catch Lucha Underground. Well, I haven't watched, you know. As much as it's about growth and expansion and, like, sewing everything up all the way down... It's eventually going to get to the point where it's like, pick or... Pick your choice. It's already there. They don't. We've already we've already talked about this before. And a couple of weeks ago, Mm -hmm. we're already at the point where they don't expect you to watch everything. Their game is. We've got this guy. We got. If you want to watch this guy, they're they're pumping product. You pick what you fucking want out of the product to watch. We're already there. Like Mm -hmm. there's no more us talk coming in here saying I can't keep up with so much wrestling. They already know that. They already expect you just to pick whatever you want to watch. Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's. It's it's a lot. It is a lot of uh, of wrestling to try and cover. They, so we'll, they know. know that people are just going to watch Raw and SmackDown. They know mm-hmm. people are just going to watch NXT and Two Hundred Five. They know that people are going to watch the the cruiserweights in the UK thing. They know people are going to pick and choose. They already know that. They already the niche. Yeah, yeah. It's our, we're already there. Yep. Uh, did you guys happen to catch any of the total nonstop deletion? No, I didn't. I'm so far behind, but. No, but I, uh, I, I read it. I read this. Everything stuff that I heard was like I positive. You know, everyone said it was a good, I re- a good time. I read the bravados were there. Oh, really? Yeah, they were part of that. Uh, the 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 tag uh, war thing. Hmm. I take that back. I saw maybe the first fifteen. I just didn't make it through it because I've been busy. But yeah. I saw like the Maxwell Spud thing, and that was it. I saw that match okay. as well. And I didn't get to the uh, that thing was so heavily edited to yeah. make it look like. You I know, mean, how, was, how old is fun. Maxwell? Not even like one. I assume. Old, he's just enough to walk. Yeah. What's hilarious though is because I've seen it where it was like Rebby, uh, Jeff, uh, you know, Matt all in there and they're doing delete, delete, and you know, <laughs> Max doing, doing it too. Yeah. I'm like, when he does it, the crowd goes nuts. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I didn't get to catch the rest of it. But yeah, I mean, it's just there's so much product and there's so much going on. <laughs> I feel in so our bad because the one thing I want to watch and I haven't been watching because from the previous, it looks so damn good is Lucha Underground with all the new people, all the shit that's going on. Yeah. I mean, I caught 205 and I actually I kept on uh, after 205 or was it after I don't know when I did, but like I was after all. OK, I'm I'm lost. But I 205 caught, Live airs after SmackDown. I don't know what day it was, but I caught the first two episodes of Total Divas. Mm. The one where the new people were in it, because I think they were doing a marathon. Oh, uh, like the new the newest season? Yeah. So I was just tapping. It was on USA Network. Would you like to talk about that? Should we? I can. I mean, I'm late. I I can... Uh, What's on my memory is probably the first episode. Well, I'm sure some of the some of the fans would be interested to hear y'all's. Yeah, I could talk about what it. I remember. Yeah. All right. And now Total Divas with Doug and Tyler, mostly Doug. No wonder people call you fat on Twitter. Shut up! I have to say, I feel like a real diva. You are a grown ass woman. And apparently, we're back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so that's not on the format sheet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not. Impromptu. Free on it. Um. Okay. So there's Paige, there's Renee Young, there's um, Maurice, the Bellas were there too, uh, Natalia and stuff. Because I don't know when they filmed what, because I know they have the total Bellas, but this is uh, the first two episodes maybe blurred together, so I'm just going to go with storylines I remember. Um, So apparently the Bellas and Maurice don't get along. Just because they went through the um, developmental together, 
and I don't know if they made onto the main roster and they're about to get released or whatever, and um, they didn't want to offer him another contract, WWE or something like that, and <coughs> they were going to go their own separate ways. They were just going to leave, and then something uh, later on, um, Maurice was leaving, but the the Bellas were like, "Oh, we decided to take the contract and something like that." So there was bad blood or whatever, and. They were talking smack, something along those lines, like that. They didn't like each other. But Renee Young was hearing the story, and and she's like, "Oh, I'm I'm friends with the twins." And you know, she was this, she was saying that to the camera. You know, when they, you know, talking to the camera mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so what else is there? Oh, Maurice loves dogs. Every time she stops by an animal, she, oh yeah, she also hangs out with Eva Marie too. So Eva Marie and Maurice like all the time. So Maurice probably doesn't get along with Natalia because Natalia loves cats. Ah, uh, maybe so. I don't know. Uh, but um, they go to a dog shelter, and she and she was like, oh, "Miz is gonna be so pissed because he told me I can't have another dog because every time I go to the dog shelter, I have to get a dog." So uh, she got a dog, and um, I guess does she frequently visit the dog shelter? I, they have a few, and um, they had to go walk a red carpet somewhere, so they brought the dog with them because they didn't want uh, Miz to know. So they were walking the red carpet, and the dog took a shit on the red carpet. And um, they were just standing around like, what do we do? We're going to pick it up? Or not, they just left it and just went. And um, eventually, see, they were trying to build up that Miz was going to get really pissed. He wouldn't like it. And he just, he looked at her and it's like, really, I told you I didn't want this. And then he caved in. and was like, okay. And that was pretty much it. So it wasn't that, that So bad. dramatic. It wasn't that bad, Such though. drama. Um. I'm trying to remember what else happened. Holy moly. It's just shoddy right now. My my memory is shoddy. Yeah. Uh oh, Lana. Lana's on there too. And yeah, she doesn't have the accent at all. Rusev does, like we said a few weeks ago. And it's so funny, it's during WrestleMania season and stuff, and they're like she's you know, she's she wrestled for WrestleMania. Okay. And she's um Oh yeah, she was talking to Natalia. And she had that, you know, that um, the thing that she was wearing for WrestleMania. She was wearing that. And she goes, should I put my boobs down like this or something like that? And Natalia's like, why don't you stop worrying about your <laughs> boobs and worry about wrestling instead of... <laughs> so, because they didn't want her to mess up and stuff like that. This is her first match. And um, there's there were, she was happy to be at WrestleMania. And... So she was not speaking in her accent? No, not at all. Was it weird? No. Okay. Uh, she was pretty much happy the whole time. And uh, Rusev's funny, too. But he still kept the accent. Hmm. But, uh, crud, I suck at this right now. I think, he, I think Rusev he has a... have a bit of an accent. Yeah, he has a uh, slight accent. But it's a lot heavier when he's on, on TV. I think he plays it up. Like. Yeah. He'll, he'll crank it up to 11. But, uh, yeah. That's all I remember right now. Nothing from Paige. Uh, she was there, but um, she didn't really do too much. All right, from what I remember. So, oh, oh, also, uh, Naomi, she got a role. Oh, she was about to be. I don't know if she had like a injury or whatever. But um, Mark or who's the uh, Cruz? No, shoot, who's the main guy the girls deal with? I forgot we talked about him. Mark Mark no. Carano. Carano. Yeah, she, uh, he was like, oh, yeah, well, we're going to give you a role in a film. And uh, 
the one of the Marines with the Miz and stuff like that. So she's a character, and she's like, oh, she's like a badass biker chick, and like hmm. him and uh, or her and John went to go check out motorcycles and stuff, and so she can like get prepared for the role and stuff, and it, it was pretty funny because she was trying to act tough and. She didn't know what the heck to do on the motorcycle. And John's like, you need to learn this stuff because this is how your character, they described what the character is and who, what she does and all that stuff. So like, you got to be tough and stuff like that. And she's trying to like walk all like, you know, crazy like and try to be in that role. Nice. Now that's all I remember. I believe. Okay. All right. Well, thanks Tyler. Appreciate it. Keep up the good work on the total diva stuff. Yeah. Um, Going back to feedback, <laughs> uh, final bit of feedback we have is from Clark saying, this week's Talking Smack definitely gave me an uncomfortable vibe. The whole Santa angle was one of the worst things WWE has done this year. I feel sorry for Renee and Becky for this to happen. I thought they were going to reveal that it was The Miz who was portraying the Santa on this one, but it never happened. I hope they would never do an angle like this again. I didn't get to talk. Yeah, I didn't. I, I thought I heard it was a Rhino that was a Santa. It then. was Rhino. Uh, I was what watching. What was the deal with the Santa though? What? What? what did he he do? was hitting on him constantly. Oh, okay. And like he, uh, like Rhino came out and he had a microphone underneath his beard and he was like, "Oh, is this a microphone or am I just happy to see you?" And Daniel Bryan's like, "I don't even know what that means." And Renee's like, "I know what that means." Moving on, you know, stuff like that. And then. Uh, <laughs> Then he pulls out a tray of cookies and a jug of milk, and he's like, mm-hmm. hey, you want some of my cookies or something like that? And Becky Lynch was was showed up to, to talk about her deal with Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. And like he lifts up the beard a little bit, and his, his Santa vest has like a V-cut in it, so you mm-hmm. can see his chest. He starts pulling it. He rubs the cookie on his chest. So he was he just sitting out there to like fuck with people to make I, it weird? Yeah. I Sexual so. Santa. I don't know. Like part of it was funny, but then it started getting a little, uh, a little weird. Mm. It's hard for me to comment because I didn't see it, but it sounds yeah. weird as fuck. Yeah, yeah we'll it was, watch it after. It this. was I very wanna strange. I want to see this. Very strange. Uh, but yeah, but thanks Clark for the uh, for the feedback. Sorry you had to sit through that. Uh, but let's talk about Roadblock. End of the line. The final pay per view of 2016. What a crazy year it has been. Um, we had the kickoff math match. Math match. Rusev going up against Big Cass. Uh, this match ends in a countout, giving Rusev the win. So yeah, because Cass was beating the heck out of him. Yeah, yeah. Rusev did not get a whole lot of offense. Uh, uh, Rusev did not. Yeah. Anyways, so um, not you know, too much to it. Yeah, really. nothing too much at all. Uh, we had the uh, opening contest for Roadblock, Cesaro and Sheamus going up against the New Day for the uh, tag team championships, and um, I highly in, in, uh, enjoyed this match. Yeah, this was a very fun matchup. The ending was great. I loved the way that uh, Cesaro pulled back his hand and got in the ring, acting like he had well, been tagged in. I thought in. it was after at first when they did that for like a few seconds. I was like, "Oh no, he's screwing over Sheamus." I thought that too until you see. How it uh, how it ended, but I, I felt like that that goes with that situation because New Day has done stuff like that, so mm-hmm. it works. Cesaro uh, outsmarted so there's, the New there's Day a lot in this of near occasion. falls and stuff, and um, yeah, it did good work. Yep, Doug, what do you think about the match? Oh yeah, this was this was the shit. Um, all the fire emojis for these guys. <laughs> um, I mean, as far as it was a complete sprint 
And as far as a sprint with the people involved, it was like the best possible thing they could have done. Like, I, I don't think you could ask for more from the guys involved in a sprint scenario. Mm-hmm. They really busted out everything they could. I mean, from the opening bell, they were going yeah, 100 I mean, miles was, an hour. They went right at it. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it was a total sprint. They never slowed down. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, the, the finish was unique. I mean, I know that we've – I mean, just for the uniqueness alone, I have to give it up because I, I've literally never seen that before. Um, I know we've seen, like, heels fake tagging behind refs' back and stuff with the old, like, clap, yeah. like – that type of a fake tag, but we've never seen the fake tag. Okay, we've seen the fake like heel behind the ref tag, but we've never seen a fake hot tag, which is yeah. The I mean, literally the first time I've ever seen it. So yeah. props for uniqueness, and you know, it was just an all-out sprint that was you know really entertaining. So mm-hmm. uh, big ups to all these dudes. Heck yeah. And the uh, I saw a picture you posted me on, uh, on <laughs> Facebook and stuff like, oh Tyler, can you I hopped up out of your chair. You were excited, I, and I I haven't been pumped for something like that to make me get up and like, oh man, it's been that's a so while. Cool. Yeah, and that that did, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, pretty crazy stuff. And uh, Sheamus and Cesaro shock the world in New Day's um, longest reigning tag team title reign. That was pretty quick because. Um, Oh, you had to figure. Yeah, did one of us say that they thought New Day was gonna was it was you? Like maybe I one changed more time? all my picks at the end to to try and mix it up and make a play for some points. Hey, it did on some of them. It helped you. Yeah. Yep. But um, Sheamus and Cesaro, your new tag team champions. So uh, congratulations to those guys and uh, pretty good stuff. Uh, in the next matchup, we got to see Sami Zayn going up against Braun Strowman. All has all Sami Zayn has to do is survive ten minutes. That's what and he did. He didn't. Uh, he didn't really get any moves in on him, right? Or he just he got, he took. He took a little. Or no, he did a little. He got bit. a little bit of offense, and then he was able to to avoid him towards the end. Yeah. Um. But for about six minutes, it was just a beat down. Another thing, because we did not think this would happen, since he, you know, lasted that long, he won the match. I just thought it was going to be like a draw, since he. Didn't, yeah. You know. They they didn't. They didn't clarify they, very they well. They didn't clarify. They didn't make it seem like the stipul- that was a stipulation. They just made it seem like that was the time limit for the match. Yeah. Not that he would win if he survived, which, yeah. whatever. I don't. It's not that big. The story is him surviving anyway. Yeah. It's just weird to for him to get a W just for making it. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like that part of it. I, I don't either. I think he could have protected Strom in a different way. Just say, hey, you know, Sami Zayn survived. The match is a draw. End time limit draw. Yeah, yeah time limit yeah. draw. I mean, I, don't, I didn't like that. As far as the way they worked the match, I thought it was, it was what it was. It was the best they could do for, with what they were given. I thought the the foley stuff, like it was a little over dramatic and hurt it. I agree. But uh, other than that, I don't have any. Many and it took it took way too long. Yeah, yeah. When they were outside, because they were out out on the outside of the ring for a, a, a solid minute, minute and a half. If if Foley just walks down and is like, he's going to do it, and then Zane's like, no, and takes the towel, that's all. It didn't have yeah. to be like the two and a half, three minutes that it was, or whatever the hell it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it may not have actually been that long, but it felt that long, you know? It did feel, yeah. especially whenever you have only 10 minutes, you know, if you take a minute of that with Strowman staring at Foley, going, the blood of... You know his blood is on your hands, and you know then you do the whole towel thing. You're wasting a ten percent of that match. Yeah, you know? I mean more even really. Yeah. I mean Strowman was good in his role. Yeah. Zane was good in his role. It's just this they're limited in the story that they're telling with what they can do, and then when you saddle it with the Foley stuff, it it really just takes away from the match. 
And I want to jump ahead a little bit to uh, to Raw because we're on the topic of Braun Strowman and the Sami Zayn feud. Uh, I absolutely loved the use of Braun Strowman on Monday Night Raw. Him hey, just wrecking fools and just stuff like that? Like, I don't care whose match it is. Like, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I mean, I know the stuff with Titus and stuff like I like that too, but I liked how in the main event he came yeah, in. Yeah, you know. that's, that's the part that I love the most about it is because we saw him backstage. He was pissed off. He goes and interrupts a, 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 you know, a throw-together matchup. But then for him to go out and interfere in the main event... Like, this yeah. is a guy you do not want to piss but off. But also, I don't know how they're going to play that afterwards. Oh, is it Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns want to take on Braun now? Well, they're trying to set him up for the Royal Rumble to make him look like he's going to be just this dominant monster, no way he's going to lose, you know, kind of thing. But uh, I'm curious as to how long they can stretch the Sami Zayn aspect of it because the whole reason for his tirade was because of Sami Zayn. Well, they're going to do the thing where they're going to have a legit match, I guess, afterwards, not a time limit thing or whatever, and... See how it goes? I don't know. Maybe. Doug, what's I think your they're going to pair him with Roman. I think that was the handoff from Zayn to Roman was with a, when he interfered in the main event. Mm-hmm. I think he's veering away from Sammy and into Roman. Really? Or like Ra- that? Yeah. Not, nothing else is going to be? I mean, it may not be that way next week, but that's the direction they're heading, I think. I figured they would at least... Uh, Think how weak the main event scene is. It's weak as fuck right now. You've got yeah. Jericho and Owens, Rollins and Reigns, and none of them are particularly... I mean, Jericho's character is hot, but no one's particularly like on a roll right now. they got to elevate someone in fast, and he's the guy with the most momentum. He's the next guy to get elevated. And what are y'all's thoughts on... Uh, you know? I mean, we're obviously talking about our roadblock, the the roadblock show, but we're also looking ahead to the Royal Rumble. Now mm-hmm. that we're going to get to see uh, Reigns versus Owens uh, at the Rumble, uh, what are y'all's thoughts on that? Because I'm I'm kind of curious because Roman has the United States title; he's not defending it, you know. Which I would say you can say that about anybody, um, but. You know, the the fact that normally you have a championship match, you have a U.S. championship match, you know, any any thoughts on it? Does it bother you all at all? Or do you think that we might see, you know, like you're, like you're alluding to, we'll see maybe Roman versus Braun before the Royal Rumble for the Possib- U.S. title? Possibly. I mean, I think it's a little too early to tell. I just think that in general, that's what the direction we're heading. I don't know specifically it's going to be for the U.S. title. Yeah. Specifically, will it be by this day? I don't know. I just feel like that's the way we're moving. Hmm. Okay. I, I mean, it's too early to tell. I mean, they may not have specifics locked down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They just feel yeah. like we're working towards this end goal, but we don't right. know how we're getting him, there yet. Make him big. You know. Plus, man, he belly-to-belly suplexed a fucking Christmas tree. What else do you want? <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and the the fact that he was able to lift Titus O'Neil, like Titus, like they said on Raw, he, he's a big guy. Yeah. So for Th- him to do that. Titus O'Neil is no small man. That is right. And it, God, it was a sick thud whenever he did it on the outside of the ring. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad that I was not Titus O'Neil that night. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sami Zayn ends up surviving the 10 minutes with Braun Strowman. He's given the win, but it's technically more of a time limit draw, but whatever. Um, after that, we got to see Seth Rollins going up against Chris Jericho. I don't really remember a whole lot about this matchup. It didn't really hold a whole lot of my interest. I know That's were, because it was boring. And yeah. It did, did nothing for me. I know the crowd wasn't really into it either. Um, I think 
I think Tyler was mostly looking at his Nintendo DS. I was mostly looking at my phone. Like it just that didn't. Was. I just didn't really have any uh, any interest in this match. It was a boring match that did not do anything for me. Yeah. Uh, but Seth Rollins ends up getting the victory as he's on his pursuit for Triple H. Will we see him before the deadline? Okay. <laughs> I, what, I, what I should have said was after Monday Night Football in general is over because as long as, who cares if the Super Bowl's here as long as the Monday Night games are not here to take away from the ratings so he doesn't have to take credit for astronomically low ratings is what I should have said. But I mean I should just be given props and credit in general yeah, because yeah. I. It's basically what I call. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it sweeps, yeah. or or is it just happen to be? You know, we're we're it's royal uh, royal rumble time, time for mania, the road to WrestleMania, all that good stuff. It's 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 ratings, man. Ratings ploy. Okay, yeah. oh, wow. he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to take credit for no low ratings. I'll give you. I'll give you some credit True. beforehand. I mean, regardless of what happens. So it's uh, a pretty fucking good prediction. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah, see. I agree. Yeah, we'll right. see what happens. The uh, the I, th- I believe the deadline is February fifth. That is our official deadline. Are um, there any more Monday Night Football games? I think there's a two or three. Okay. Yeah, there's still a few more weeks left after in the season. Those are, uh, after but those the, are open, but then the playoffs yeah. begin. But that's a Saturday Sunday thing. Right. So if once the Monday Night games are over, he may pop back up before the Super Bowl. All that right. was just like a general call. Yeah. But, you know. Man, when was that? When did we make that? Last, oh, I almost said last year, but no. We're not, <laughs> we're not in the new year. Um, Four or five months ago? January, February, and I was yeah. thinking like... Uh, so last year. Uh, yeah. um, when did it happen? It's when... When did uh, he put... When did Owens get the title? That's when I called it. Because they they immediately went to that whole Stephanie and him are like not... They don't they don't talk. Oh, I don't know. I've never yeah. seen him before yeah. and... Yeah, it's been a while. It's whenever Owens got won the title is when I made the call. Whenever he won it, that's when it happened. Three or five months ago? Three or five, yeah. <laughs> Not four, three or five. No. Three to five, somewhere around there. Uh, who knows? But it, it can't be four. How can, I, how can I even know? He's the longest reigning universal. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, but after that, we got to see some cruiserweight action. Rich Swan going up against TJ Perkins, going up against Brian Kendrick in a triple threat title match for the cruiserweight championship uh tyler did you have any thoughts on this matchup i'm trying to remember all the stuff that was going on i know that they were um going after kendrick first Mm -hmm. but mm, i don't know just don't remember all i know that caught my attention was at the end with neville yeah i mean that was uh, that was the talking point uh for sure because like i said i mean didn't know where they were going afterwards but that's yeah, and I think a lot of people, I think that was the immediate answer to everyone's question. Like, okay, well, August where do they go from 29th. here? August, nice. That's a long time, guys. Come yeah. On. That's, that's, a bold, that's a bold call right there. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Wait, that was so... Okay, so that was September, Monday. October, November, December, yeah. January, basically. Five months. That's that's a gutsy call. Yeah. Five months. Not bad. Five months. Three or five um, months. Doug, any thoughts on the cruiserweight match? I thought it was fun. They had a couple of blown spots. They, they awkwardly slowed down the match a bit, but... Through and through, I thought it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Wasn't there stuff we we saw some certain moments like this is weird or they did something? I will. What was the Swan tried to go up and over Kendrick, but he caught him with the knee, and you could tell it rattled Kendrick, and he rolled him to the outside to recover. That's oh yeah, that was like thought. right at the beginning. Yeah, too. yeah, and, then, and something else too. That was that big knee? Yeah. But um, yeah. So Rich Swan ends up getting the victory. 
Then we have the question answered uh, that Neville will be next to step up. Came in with this cape, the pyro. Everyone's excited to see Neville. And then, boom, he'll turn. Yeah. Beat down on Rich Swan. Uh, Kendrick. No, Kendrick was not involved in that. He was on the outside, but uh, he beat down uh, Rich Swan. He beat down TJ Perkins. And that set up for Raw uh, um, the following night. Also, a little tidbit, whatever. The, um, I know on the pay per view, and also they did it on Raw and stuff. Um, Austin Aries, whenever I do like a yeah, they're bringing him in when they do the cruiserweight matches, make it feel a little more special. Adding the a cruiserweight commentator along with Corey Gra- uh, Corey Graves, Graves, Graves. Um, so yeah, it makes it a little more special. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I did chuckle a bit at uh, Austin Aries' comment about uh, Neville's cape. Yeah, yeah, hey, that's a good cape. Why is he throwing it on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> what is that what he said? <laughs> Something like that. Um, but yeah, so good work from Neville, and uh, we'll jump into Raw from from that because Neville came out, cut a promo, and was like, "Oh, you know, all these people, you were cheering me, but you were only cheering me, you know, at the house shows or whenever you felt sorry for me, whenever I was losing. Uh, so I don't need your pity, I don't need your sympathy, and you can take all that and stick it up your butt, stick it up your butt." And uh, Rich Swan comes out, and is like, "Dude, what happened to you? And you're my boy." and He's like, well, where's my respect? I showed you everything you know, and I got nothing for it. And then Kendrick comes out and was like, yeah, where's your respect? I respect him. I've always respected this guy. It was a bit of a stretch how... Yeah, it was kind of long. Um, how um, Neville was like, me and him created... Like, we built this division. Like Kendrick had been gone for like years before Neville had ever got there. And he's yeah. Like, it was just sort of a stretch to like, and the fact that Neville wasn't involved in the cruiserweight classic, yeah. and so it's like you didn't really do that much. The division had been gone since you had been here, and he yeah. had been gone for years before you ever got here. It was like a they were grasping at straws, trying to make it okay for them to team together. You yeah, know? And, and also he's still not a hundred percent okay teaming with him. That's true. So yeah. mm-hmm. I don't trust you. Um, but I did the fa- I did like the fact that the uh, that they beat down Rich Swan again to, you know, nail it in the coffin. Neville's full blown heel. Uh, I did chuckle a bit at the fact that T.J. Perkins came down, tried to make a save, and immediately got his ass handed to him. Yeah, like you know, I feel sorry for the kid because you know he seems like a talented dude, and for whatever reason, it's just not really getting over with the crowd that much. He it's just he doesn't he has. It's not that he doesn't have charisma. He has like in ring charisma, but he doesn't have he doesn't have a lot of out of ring charisma. Yeah. So it's, it goes back to what I was saying. Like he's a really he's a terrific wrestler, but most people apparently don't care about that. Like it's that's not what's can making, you cut a promo? It's not making. Well, I don't think it's just about promos, but cut I think my promo. you know in general, like presence, charisma, yeah. personality yeah. in general. You know it. You have to have it. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, it was poor TJ Perkins getting beat up again. Yeah, I just um, like how, like, um, last few days, the pay for all that stuff, and, like, there's things that has got me pretty excited. You yeah. Know, tag team stuff, you know, with the titles. Um, fresh it up a little this bit. stuff, too. and A couple fresh the changes. Yeah, I like it. Not too. You think they're going to sure. change the U.S. title and the Intercontinental title now that we seem to be getting color coded belts? Yeah, I would think they eventually would go to it. I would think, and everyone, all the belts are going to be the same, but you know, different. 
Well, they may they may keep the same face plates, but I mean, are they going to change the straps? I would assume they are. Looks may- like maybe the side plates, but I'd be okay with them keeping the belts the exact same because they just introduced the uh, the UK title, which you know. It's not the, the standard the US just WWE title logo. Well, on that's it. a stain on its own show. It's not. Yeah. The U.S. title could be a red, white, and blue title. It already is. No, like the like the strap itself. Oh, God, no. You know, that would be uh, like too no. too weird. Too I much. bet we get a new version with the red strap on it. I bet the U- I so. the, the Intercontinental gets a blue strap too. And they seem to be color coding them. I don't know. Yeah. Bring back they the certainly did that with the with the tag titles, which that silver. Looks so much better than that bronze. I'm sorry. It. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with the red strap with the silver, just like the uh, the SmackDown has the blue strap with the with the silver. Are you okay with the uh, U.S. Spinner title? Bring that back. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's I bring like that, that back. title. Okay, I really do. Let's bring. Let's that make back. them all spin. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I know y'all making fun of that, but I I would like that. I really would <laughs> make them all. I'm spin. not making fun of you in particular. I'm just making a joke about it. Yeah. Make them all hey, I would like it. Like, hey, man, that's and cool. then we can have that song. Woo-hoo. You spin me right, right, and you can have that play every time it's spun. Spin the yeah, spin it. Uh, next matchup: Charlotte versus Sasha Banks. The thirty-minute Iron Man matchup. See, the one thing I did not know, and I told him was this was what they say. They said that whoever they uh, kind of sprung it on us. That I don't know if there was no, it or not, but there then, was not going to be a rematch clause. Yeah, rematch clause, and then that, then that was like, oh shit, I just fucked up with my pick. Yeah, did did you know about that? No, I didn't. know that. They didn't announce it, I believe, until the night of Roadblock. They're like, oh, by the way, BT Dubs, no rematch clause here. And we're like, Doug's getting that point. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so let's talk about this match. Doug, you did get the point. So, uh, what, what were well, your just, thoughts on uh, it? Pretty much specifically because I made it a point to go against all your picks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keeping Charlotte's streak alive. Well, I thought it was. Well, I'll say this about the match. I thought it was one of the better matches on the show. I. I liked the work of the participants, but I think the structure and the layout was bunk. In mm. all, because they sh- Charlotte, what what should have happened is Charlotte should have had the lead going into the time limit. Yeah, with Sasha struggling to tie it up to keep it going, and she should have tied it with seconds left. And then when they tied it, then they should have restarted and said she should have tied it with the bank statement. Yeah, I mean that's the. For one, that's a more cohesive story than what they told. It, it doesn't. That's not saying anything about either woman or the way they worked the match. They worked hard. They had a good match. But whoever structured and laid it out, I think, left some to be desired. And, I mean, fuck, that's more than I can say for Rollins and Jericho because I just thought that shit was boring and whack. But, <laughs> like, at least this, I can be like, well, I like that match, but here's some things I could point to which I thought would have helped the match. Yeah. That, I was just like, eh, throw it out and start over again, guys. I don't know. Um it's a more cohesive story and it's a way to, you know, maximize like the crowd involvement and reaction to get them behind Sasha because the sympathy, the underdog, the fighting back to try and get there. Like that's where you want the baby face to go, be going into the end of the match, not the heel trying to hang on and keep it, you know, 
but that's an ass backwards way of telling the story. Yeah. yeah. And then, and some people, I know some people are going to say, who cares? Let's make it different. Babyface and heels don't matter. Okay. First of all, I don't believe that's true. And second of all, I would give you that. I would give you that argument. If we were in a position of say, like, say this is a match with like Owens and reigns where the, the person who's presented as the baby face is getting booed and the pers- person who's presented as the heel is getting cheered, then you can present me that argument. But here, the person presented as the baby face is getting cheered, the person presented as the heel is getting booed, then tell the story the right fucking way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gonna it's a more cohesive story and it's gonna maximize like the reactions of everyone involved. It's gonna get them emotionally invested. Yeah. So tell it the right way. It was a good match that was laid out wrong. I, that's my opinion of it. I'll agree with that. It was just, yeah, the, the I don't she know. Can still, she, Charlotte can still win in overtime, but to get there, Sasha should have tied it at the last minute instead yeah. of instead of mm-hmm. uh, Charlotte tying it at the last minute. Yeah, she fought through all the odds and, you know, pushed herself harder than she t- thought she could and brought it into overtime at the last second. Plus, it's not your baby face blowing, a, blowing the lead like a goof. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's easier for for the heel to blow the lead like a goof because that's a heel thing, you know. Yeah. Like, tank. I mean, like if we're looking at it traditionally through like the roles of baby faces and heels, the baby faces are supposed to be superior wrestlers. That's why the cheat the will. That's why the heels have to cheat to win because they're supposed to be like not up to the par. They got to use the shortcuts. They've got to use you know whatever they can to scrape by. So when. You, you don't want to present the baby face like as incompetent or someone who like blew a lead. Like you had that, you should have won. Yeah. Like you're supposed to be the superior. You really person. couldn't hold on for three yeah. more seconds. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm probably like belaboring the point, but you, you guys well, know what I mean. Yeah, and and, and I agree to. You. I I agree with you. They should have. Uh, they should have done it the opposite way. Should have had Sasha take the lead and or no, I'm sorry, have Charlotte take the lead and uh, Sasha try and work her way back. Yeah, like that would have. Gotten that would have gotten a lot more people invested. You'd be like, "Come on, uh, Sasha!" And they worked really hard. I, I, yeah. I, I sound way more negative on the match than I am. I enjoyed the match. Uh, other than the tag match, this is probably my favorite thing on the show. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. It probably sounds like I'm a lot more negative on the match than I am. It's just a, a nitpick. I mean, okay, you know, it's not a nitpick. I think it's a big enough thing to criticize outright yeah. without. Yeah. But you know, it, it didn't mean I didn't enjoy the match. Is all I'm saying. Sure. And my gosh, the bloody yeah. nose from Sasha. Ooh, uh, yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, like so, yeah. I know she had been bleeding from the mouth for uh, she was, for yeah. a short for a short time, but then once that nose, uh, I I don't know <laughs> what specifically happened, but man, it was uh, it was pretty bad. Added to it, added to the story. Um, but Charlotte ends up defeating Sasha Banks in overtime to uh, become the four-time four. uh, women's champion. So. Well, um, going to Raw. Um, this goes into a different segment. What was it mm-hmm. that Biggie says? Remember what Biggie? I did get a, a, a pretty hard laugh at that when they were walking out. And what did he say? He said something like, um, "Ric Flair wouldn't have been the 16-time champion uh, if he won all the time. He had to have lost those 15 times, or like Charlotte next year, or something." something or in to a that few degree. months, she'll be she passes record <laughs> or something like that. Or? Yeah. Did you catch That's that funny. one, Doug? Yeah, I did. I mean, they're boys with Sasha, so I don't know if that was like a playful jab or like, yeah, uh, you know, whatever. But you know, well done on their part. Yeah. Um, but it looks like we're gonna see. Um, you know, we're kind of going back and forth between Raw and uh, and the Roadblock. 
But the, uh, roadblock. the roadblock end of a line. Um, so we're, it looks like we're going to see Sasha versus Nia Jax, and we're going to see Charlotte versus Bailey coming up. So uh, either of those feuds tickle your fancy? Ooh. Yeah, I think Charlotte and Bailey will be good. And um, it's hard to tell where Nia is in her progress. We because we haven't seen a ton of her, mostly squash matches and matches where she's been in there with like really, really great wrestlers. Like Bailey had a really good match with her, but that's because Bailey's really great. So it's hard to tell. Not that Sasha's not great, but you know, it's hard to tell where she is. So how would we know at this point if it's going to be any good or not? You know, I mean, there is one thing that we know about Nia Jax that is for certain, and it is that she is not like most girls. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> And also, that's The Rock's cousin. Yeah. I mean, that's going to let us know precisely how good she is. <laughs> that is precisely the correct metric to tell how good this feed's going to be. How good is she? Well, she's The Rock's cousin. All right. That's all I need to know. Thanks. Just fill also, out this form. and Also, not like most women. Oh, well, this is going to be fucking great then. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was kind of, I'm curious as to what they're going to do with Charlotte and Bailey because I was really kind of hoping we were going to get to see uh, Charlotte versus Bailey at Mania. Or, yeah, I think we'll still get there. Yeah. Do you think they might throw uh, Sasha in the mix, have another triple threat like they did last year? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think this is her being, I, I think this is the women's division being reshuffled. Yeah. And I did hear that uh, there was a report that came out that said Vince McMahon's not too really fond of uh, Sasha Banks. Well, I th- well, supposedly it was ne- she was never supposed to be a long-term champ and that uh, he believes Bailey is a better babyface than she is, which mm-hmm. is true. Yeah. And he thinks Charlotte's a better heel, which, I mean... If she's you, improved quite I a mean, bit. If you look at it from... She, I don't know if I'd say she's a superior wrestler, but if you're looking at it from as far as... She's got Miz heat. I mean, people like mm-hmm. really don't like her. Like People really don't like the Miz. And if you're judging by the metric of, is she a better heel? Probably. I mean, I don't think... It sounds like we're being unflattering to Sasha, and that's not... She's... I mean, honestly, Sasha's not as good of a babyface as ba- Bailey's. Bailey is Sami Zayn levels of pure babyface. Yeah. Yeah. There's like Sami Zayn and Bailey, and they're the purest fucking babyfaces yeah. you can find on the earth. Both of them, you know? <laughs> they're. I mean, they're just like born and bred underdogs that you, people just want to get behind and cheer those fuckers. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, you, it's hard to find something like that, you know? Because people That's love true, to yeah. shit on the good guys so much, but people don't shit on Sami Zayn and Bailey. It's like Rey Mysterio. Like, yeah, it's like the, it's just like in their DNA to be like Just like fucking, James Ellsworth. Yeah. Mm. Just like James Ellsworth. <laughs> <laughs> also Nia Jax. Yeah. Who's not like I most mean, girls. You know what I'm saying? So is she a better babyface than Bailey? Nah, she's not. I mean, is she a better heel than Sasha? Maybe she has been at points before, but maybe not now. I mean, if you're looking at at like is it true heel, like people want to cheer that woman, and that's so. I mean, I don't know. Does that make her a great heel? I mean, that's debatable, you know. Yeah, you're debating what whether this place in wrestling, like history, matters because people want to cheer heels and stuff like that. So <laughs> I don't know. So I mean, he's not wrong technically. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what lies in store for the uh, for the ladies in the coming weeks and months. Uh, but the main event of Roadblock, 
Kevin Owens going up against Roman Reigns. This match ends in a disqualification after Chris Jericho comes down. Oh, that was one thing that happened during the uh, Rollins and Jericho match was that uh, Owens came down and ended up costing Jericho the matchup. Um, but this time, Jericho comes down and helps Kevin Owens by delivering a code breaker to Kevin Owens, causing disqualification, and Owens the victory. Uh, I don't remember too much about the match itself. I don't know. It didn't do much for me. Yeah. Nothing really uh, stood out. No, I really know. I, I really I think this was a huge disappointment for Reigns and Owens, and I think that the Rollins Jericho match was as disappointing. I think it was a huge. I think it's a hu- huge letdown from all your main event players. Wow, that's big. Um, I mean, argue that it wasn't. You guys said that it was their matches were blah too, right? Yeah, no, I agree. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, someone at home might have liked the matches, but I, I didn't. You know, I don't think you guys did either. And what's what's interesting is that it's starting to show the ratings for SmackDown are catching up to Raw. Uh, and people are expecting it to possibly surpass it because, let's be honest, SmackDown's putting on a much better product than Raw as of late. Well, I'll say this. I thought the last month of Raw had been really good up until this point, but I think yeah. they, they... They stumbled. Yeah, this was a bad Raw. The Shark Tank thing was dumb as fuck. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, it's really hard. Like, I am someone who's really hard to get on comedy, like for me to appreciate your comedy. And I already don't think they do well in general. And (laughs) I don't, I don't react well to comedy in general. So when you do the old played out, like, well, Oh, it's safe. Test it. Get inside. And then like he accidentally locks him in and like, Oh, when I do the old, see, I'm, I I won't do the signal. And then he does the signal. And then Mm. it's like, that's, that's some old played out bullshit. Who likes that? You know? I mean, you want to hang Jericho in the cage? Fine. I mean, I th- I thought we probably should have learned our lessons with suspending people from ceilings and shit. But like, <laughs> no. fine if you're gonna do it, fine. Hey, well, we Did just they... released this uh, set of action figures and stuff with the cage. That's exactly let's, why they're doing let's... it. That's the only reason why they're doing it. I mean, at least the NXT one was like on a structure where you yeah. know what I mean. To, to look like the structure that they're selling at Toys R Us. Um, well, it just seems safer to me for it to be on the structure for whatever reason. Maybe it's yeah. not. Maybe it's equally as dangerous. I don't know. Man, it looks more dangerous. Really? When it's To me, it looks more dangerous just like standing there because I'm like waiting for it to tip over. To me, like just hanging from a ceiling. Uh, can you imagine? And they even played it up on uh, Corey Graves. Is like, can you imagine how high that fucking thing could be on the Alamo Dome or wherever the fuck we're going? Yeah. It's like, man, that could be really high. Well, also, I don't like heights, so if it looks like it's sure, yeah, that's, yeah. that's understandable. But the way you have to look at it is they're capable of suspending the elimination chamber above the ring. I'm pretty sure that they can, you know, suspend that that little cage. Sure, with, without. But if they drop that, that cage, it ain't gonna fucking die. No. Well, yeah. Well, as long as you know no one's in there. Well, I mean, the right. cage itself is not gonna be hurt. It's just gonna drop. You know. Yeah. Yeah. If they drop Chris Jericho's ass, he might not make it. <laughs> Um, are we into Raw right now, or are we done? Yeah, yeah, because that pretty much does it for uh, for Roadblock. Uh, How do you feel about the McFoley blooper about the wrong town? Saying the wrong, yeah, wrong town. He, did, I, he pulled our truth. I immediately thought, and of the, our the truth. guys were trying to cover for that. You, it just you like tell. adds to the shittiness of the overall segment. How <laughs> yeah. that was. Yeah, it was like a bad segment. Also, Foley did some stupid stuff in. But what's <sighs> but what's bad about this Raw is that that wasn't the worst comedy they did that night. 
Oh, you're gonna have to refresh my memory. Sensitivity training. Yeah, that was bad too. No, the only thing that got me, I thought was freaking hilarious, was after they were passing out certificates, and he's like, "Well, that was the one funny thing." I thought this is like, "Here's your certificate." I don't need it. I'm already certified. And and then that's uh, when he was like, "Um, "I'm a man on the gram, and uh, I would like to uh, exchange uh, Instagram handles and stuff like that." That was the only part I liked. Yeah, that's about it. But. The rest of it was not funny. No, no, no. Like it was it, the the anger management was still was still too fresh in my brain. Like they were just trying to duplicate that. They made, the thing about anger management is they made it work. Like he didn't make this work. You know? Yeah, no, not at all. And uh, uh, that's the thing. It was I've just been, bad. I was repeating in my head or whatever. And I was like, I don't need it. I'm already certified. Yeah, that was about it. He's a certified G. Um, we had a rematch between Rusev and Big Cass. It ends in a disqualification after Big Cass just unloads on Rusev, getting himself disqualified. Well, they had to get out of another one without giving a finish to yep. one of these guys. Yep. Um, just get them away from each other. We talked about Sasha Banks getting attacked by Nia Jax. We talked about Braun Strowman causing chaos, looking for Sami Zayn. Um, Where are you guys at on Braun Strowman? I think he's coming along nicely. I think uh, he yeah, could be good. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think this was probably the best showcase for him. Uh, to date, uh, they actually, they I'm, used I'm him pumped. so well. I'm super pumped, man. I you know I was fine with the uh, with the backstage brawl that he did. I was fine with the uh, interjection into the Titus O'Neil and Sin Cara matchup. Uh, loved I loved how far he threw Sin Cara into the Christmas trees. Yeah. Um, I was not expecting him to to interfere in the main event. So for me, that was an added bonus. I'm like, oh my god, they're like they're doing really well with Braun Strowman. Um, so yeah, I think he's coming along great. Um, <laughs> there's part of me that I, I don't want him to talk as much. Like, you know what? I, I like, it. I think he does really well. I mean, he's, he's never going to be like an eloquent man, but when he's just screaming shit, like, yeah. you know, I think I it like works. It. I like, like it. I'm fine with him screaming or yelling, yeah. but like he has such a, a draw in, in his voice, mm-hmm. like I don't know if you ever listened to him uh, do an interview. I think it was with Stone Cold. He has that strong Southern. Well, he's got accent. that fucking like country boy tattoo. Yeah, he's like from thing. Tennessee, and uh, yeah. or you know, sorry for anyone from Tennessee. However, I just did that. Hey, we're from the South too. We ain't making fun of too many people. Yeah, but he has he has that strong draw. So yeah. I think it would be just more you know more dominant of him if he just yells the whole time. But. I mean, he he mostly does yell though. You know. Yeah, but. I, it sort of works. Whatever weird little thing he's got is like... His blood me. is going to be on your hands, Foley. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. I don't know. I'm into <laughs> let's, it. Let's, let's get... <laughs> I want like a, a promo between Goldberg and Braun Strowman. Oh, Lord. No. Yeah. No, I'm okay without that. Uh, Cedric Alexander defeats Noam Dar, who apparently has a crush on uh, Alicia Fox. And uh, he made sure to make that well known. Any thoughts on the matchup? I mean, it was kind of short because they yeah, went. So the really. thing though is, I thought he would get distracted, right? And then um, uh, Gulak would roll him up, but no, he finished the match. You know, and, like no, just go straight after your uh, your woman. That's two hundred five love. Two hundred five. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I was like Gulak. He was not in this matchup. That's uh, two hundred five. That happened, but it happened on two hundred five. Oh, sorry, I got it mixed up. I mean, we can talk about that. Go ahead. Uh, then now I'm going. I mean, he, 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 he pretty much. I mean, don't get flustered. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, like it, it's basically. He so, basically said what happened. Yeah, what happened? I, I forgot how she uh, hurt herself. Um, 
he accidentally like fell into her or like pushed her like trying to get up or something and she sort of like shoved over and he's like oh man i didn't mean to do that so, you know? yeah and he just comes you know him uh picks him up uh, picks her up and just leaves with her <laughs> and like he he's sees picking her up chicks. yeah he sees her and he's like okay and then i think that's when uh gulak tries to roll him up or whatever and he kicks out and he tries to finish like i would just run go run after her shit like what oh he yeah. just took my woman where is he going with her yeah well he does have a match so uh i actually uh i was trying to watch this on my phone but i was in the process of falling asleep so i was half awake half asleep so i didn't get to see the the end of that particular matchup the gulak and uh cedric alexander match and anything that happened afterwards so uh was there anything else uh 205 Live related to... Uh, Arya, Davari... Oh, are we just going through the whole thing? Or? I mean, we can. I just I didn't get to catch it, but oh, I figured sorry. while we were on the topic of it, yeah. Arya, Davari versus uh, Lindsay... Dura, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Arya won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the main event was a tag of Neville and Kendrick versus yeah. Swan and TJP. How was that? Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah? It was fine. Yeah, they uh, heels won. Yeah. Nice. As you'd expect with... With Neville coming back, reestablishing him as a player. So. Yeah. Cool. Uh, video package for Tajiri. Yeah, I did see that. Tajiri will be coming back in the uh, in the new year. Uh, I think we reported on that uh, a while back, but now it's official. They're posting the uh, the video vignettes and all that. Uh, but going back into Raw, we got to see the New Day come out. They cut a promo with Cesar and Sheamus, who are then interrupted by the club, who are then interrupted by the Shining well, Stars, and we get a brawl. You have to say earlier in the night where they gave the uh, Cesar and Sheamus the new belts. Yeah, the new titles. Uh, I did get a chuckle out of their react- the New Day's reaction to Cesaro and Sheamus. They're like, wait a second. We've held the titles for 380-plus days and you guys hold the titles for one day, and y'all get new belts. What's up with that? Yeah. So uh, I did get a little chuckle out of that. But the whole interruption by the club, interruption by the Shining Stars, oh, you're just a bunch of nerds, blah, 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 blah. Nerds. I don't know, whatever. And all but, the Shining you know, like Stars, all they want is people to go to the resort. Yeah. They don't even want to fight. They just want you to come and enjoy the Caribbean. Yeah. So a brawl ensues, which then leads to an impromptu uh, matchup. I would love to see the card prior to the show, what they actually have, air quotes, scheduled for the fans, because it seems like a lot of these matches just get made on the spot. Um, so it ends up in a tag match, uh, four on four versus four, Cesaro and Sheamus teaming up the New Day, going up against the club and Shining Stars. Good guys win, bad guys lose. Fans are happy. Um we talked about the Neville promo. Talked about Sin Cara and Titus O'Neil being uh, destroyed by Braun Strowman. Talked about Charlotte and Bailey. Then we had a Bailey versus Charlotte matchup where Bailey ends up getting the win. Any thoughts about the matchup itself? Yeah, I don't like uh, Bailey's good, y'all. I, I don't take this as a slight to Bailey, but I really don't like when she does the. Um, you know how Aries does that, like when they're belly on the mat, and then he does a spinning thing on top oh, of him, yeah. sort of like. Yeah, she did that. She did that to she did it to Sasha. She did it a lot, and I really don't like when Bailey does that because to me, that means Bailey's taking like the opponent lightly, and for me, Bailey's character never takes an opponent lightly. You know what I mean? Mm. Especially not a Charlotte. So to me, it's sort of it really takes me out of her character. It just doesn't feel. She's so like, to me, her character should be is sort of naive 
and sort of it just she wouldn't take an opponent lightly. So I don't. It really mm. bugs me when she does that shit. Not the the whoa, like when she's about to, <laughs> that doesn't bother me. That to me that's just like a taunt yeah. or a hand signal or whatever that she does. Yeah. But to me that's like hubris when she's like you know, fucking around with them. And to me, that's not something Bailey would ever do. Hmm. And I, I mean, I, obviously she knows her character better than me. Cause she is her character, but, <laughs> but how it resonates with me, it doesn't resonate well with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, but the match was fine and we're clearly going in that direction and it should be good. You know, it yep. should be fun. Hopefully we'll get to see that at the rumble. Uh, I mean, that pretty much does it for raw. Let's go. Uh, let's talk about some smackdowns and, Title matches. The well, A-show, baby. The A-show. That's right. AJ Styles kicking things off. So what's... So we I talked... really like the match. I really like the match. <laughs> Even though it was like two minutes, oh I was like... Gosh. Hey, can we can we just say, does everyone else finally see what I see when I say AJ Styles has no regard for Yo, James yeah, Ellsworth? Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. He has no regard for James Ellsworth. Oh Ellsworth. my gosh. I think he was trying to actually take him out. Yeah. I saw uh, that and I was like, that's damn. what Doug was talking about. Finally, this people are like, yes, he has zero vicious. regard for that man's life. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got here the easy way. Yeah, it took a long <laughs> way to get here. Uh, I don't know that he's actually bitter or mad that he's there. I'm just saying whether he is or not, he has zero maybe regard. Maybe Ellsworth comes up and says, yeah, man, do what you got to do. And Styles is like, okay, you told me to. Okay, I'm going to fucking beat the shit he's out of you. He's got zero regard for that man's life. <laughs> See, we talked he about even, this. He like, rammed his head into the sp- I keep cutting you off, Tyler. I'm sorry. I'm going to wrap it up right after this. I swear, and I'm going to let you talk. I'm sorry. I just got to say this before, because once my once my mind gets past it, it's gone. It's never coming back. You know how yeah. scatterbrained I am. He was even, like, when he, like, rammed his head into the middle rope. No one ever does that. Yes. Also, also to the post under the ring, no one does that either. Yeah. And then how he slammed him, or what did he do, he like, on the... He like, a bagbreaker, but he did it on the edge of the announce table. Yeah, like, that's... Yeah, like, dude, that was nasty. No regard for that man's well-being. You Zero. are a human crash test dummy. Pretty much. That's that's pretty much all he I'm going to fuck you up. There you go. I'm sorry. I had to get that uh, in. I would have forgot. That's fine. I know we talked about, okay, before the whole Dolph Ziggler thing, because when you made the prediction, I was like, okay, I think Ellsworth's going to take it off of him. And uh, so we knew, because, okay, what was the deal where Ellsworth, okay, AJ Styles was hurt. Yes. For a little bit. And then yeah. Ellsworth was off of TV after that for a little bit. He was sick because they were allowing AJ Styles time to recover from his injury. Okay. So then they got the whole Dolph thing. Because I don't even know if that was a plan to, to begin with. It even dropped the title to Ellsworth just for like a few like days or something like that. I th- well, I didn't think he's gonna have a rain or anything, but I was as su- as early as or as soon ago as last week or the week before, I was convinced he was gonna win it. Uh, <laughs> but that yeah. was a vicious and short match. It was great though. Yeah. Well, you see when he he whiffed on the spinning back fist, so he's just like, oh. I whiffed. I just gotta. I just gotta give forearm the fuck out of you because <laughs> yeah. I whiffed. He was like, Ooh, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> and you're down. Yeah. So uh, AJ Styles somehow miraculously defeats James Ellsworth, bringing the record to uh, three wins for James Ellsworth, one win for AJ Styles. But the one win was the most crucial. <laughs> so, was that the only one surprised to be like? I was like, hmm. I wonder where they're going with Ellsworth from here. And then they brought the Carmelo thing in. That was that so was so weird. weird. What are they doing there? I don't know. Does Big oh, Cass know Ellsworth? I don't know. Does I Big mean, Cass? He know? has a two-year contract, right? 
Y'all say he signed a two-year contract? He did sign. I don't know if it's two years, but he did sign a contract. We have something. I don't know, man. You're out of the main event scene now. And, like, that was pretty freaking quick. I mean, quick. he was never, quote-unquote, no, I mean, in yeah. the main event scene. but Storyline-wise. Storyline-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly, but, he, uh, he rubbed Tommy Dreamer the wrong way. The House of Hardcore show? Yeah. I don't know what the deal was, but I know. He was scheduled to make an appearance mm-hmm. at one, and he backed out. I thought WWE pulled him. I mean, that might have been, but Tommy Dreamer sent out a statement. He was like, he's not going to be at the show, and I'm pissed because he said he was going to be there. Hmm. He was like, no politics or anything like that, but just know that I'm not happy with him. So, I mean, I, I heard that, but I didn't know the specifics of, of why he didn't show up. Yeah, because I know he had been in a couple before he was officially given the, the contract. But uh, I, I have to say, with this whole Ellsworth stuff, that was a pretty quick... That was all. The stuff was really quick. I felt like it because with the matchup, no, like this whole story, you know, oh, with yeah. Dean Ambrose and all that stuff, and like that. That felt quick because I could be wrong, but with uh, what's his name, who was in the same kind of story uh, years ago, Colin Delaney. Yeah, it seemed like he was in that storyline. Oh, well, it's one of those longer, longer. Yeah, well, yeah. So. I mean, it's one of those flash in the pan kind of things, strike while the iron's hot, whatever cliche you want to say. Uh, I felt like the matchup was represented perfectly. Like this is what happens if you actually perform on your own. You're not on. You're not on this level. You're here as a comedy bit. Um, you know, without Dean Ambrose's help, you 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 don't stand a chance. And I think that was a a great representation. Uh, from AJ Styles. Dean's done with you. AJ's done with yeah, you. Yeah, you have no one to to help you out. Let's see how you do standing on your own. Oh, you're, you're Glass Joe going up against uh, uh, Mac. I know Doug gets that reference. I don't know if Tyler does. Punch out, baby. Punch That's out. right. Yeah. He said Greatest that. game of all time. He said it after you. Lil Mac. That's right. So uh, then Ziggler comes out and Corbin comes out and they cut promos on one another and a match is set for later on that night. As I thought it was a pretty decent uh, promo from Corbin. Yeah, I'll agree. Um, after that, we got a, um, a matchup between The Miz and Apollo Crews. Intercontinental title on the line. So again, we're getting title matches on, uh, on SmackDown, which is always nice to see. Uh, good to see Apollo Crews. As soon as I, they came back from commercial and Apollo Crews was already in the ring, I knew there wasn't going to be a title change. Um, but uh, Miz ends up getting the victory over Apollo Crews. Good showing for Apollo because he hasn't been on TV much, and this was a good chance for him to really stand out, and I felt like they did a, a solid job for it. But after the matchup, that's what's having everybody talking, is that Renee Young goes in to, uh, to talk to Miz, and um, Miz takes a little bit of a shot, saying, hey, why don't you talk to Dean Ambrose? I mean, after all, you're the one sleeping with him. Well, she him. was like, she, her question to him was like, why was he obsessed? And he's like, you want to talk about obsessed with Dean Ambrose? You're the one yeah. fucking him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it pretty much goes with it. Now now they're saying it out loud, I guess. Well, they've like hinted at it, and they've been like flirty together on screen without acknowledging it. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, we already know it's on Total Divas. I know it's a different right. universe, and let's bring it into this universe. And The, the worlds one, are clashing again. The yeah. one thing that I worry about in all this is that she's so good at what she does that 
I feel if she gets sucked into like a stupid storyline that like makes her a character, yeah, it takes a a it takes away from what she's really good at. And B, I mean, she might be a good character, who knows? But I know she's really good at interviews and in, in, in that. So I would hate to take her away from that. And B, what if it like she gets sucked in some stupid role and like, yeah. like well, tarnishes comes her? Comes out with Dean yeah. Ambrose. There was oh, something man. online saying that she was open, op, op, open to wrestling or something like that. Mm. Mm. You know. She's really good at what she does. Why don't they just let her yeah. do what she does? You yeah. know what I mean? Okay, we're going to move her into a character, and then we're going to replace her with Charlie Caruso. No, please don't. She's 100 times better than Charlie Caruso. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I know. She's she- worth a thousand of Charlie Caruso. She is. Yeah. Um, I will say that on Talking Smack, uh, like I said, I did go, get to watch a portion of it. Uh, right off the bat, they did address that situation. She was like, look, it's no surprise to everyone. You know, we are dating, blah, blah, blah. But that's my personal life. I don't like it when people bring that up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for the, for Miz to, to bring that up on national TV and embarrass me like that, uh, I got out of line. I slapped him. I apologize yeah. for it. You know, I my temper flared up and i slapped him mm-hmm. uh but then dana brown was like renee you don't have to apologize for <laughs> for slapping anyone especially the miz or something like that to that degree so it looks like it was one of those just all right we'll play it off and then you know back to, you know, back they're to gonna business keep, uh, they're probably gonna take more shots. and then santa came out yeah well it's gonna they're gonna you know it's Great gonna further the feud also, I like Dana Bryan's sweater. I don't. I just want look. <laughs> I just want to compliment the man's sweater because yeah. I'm a Dana Bryan fan. I like this cardigan. That's your boy yeah. D. Bra. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so Miz got quite a slap. And part of me, like I knew, I knew that it was all part of the angle. But whenever she started walking off, oh, and you could dang. see her like take off the the earpiece and uh-huh. all that in frustration, I was like. Shit, man, she just walked off. Like she pissed. played that so well, yeah, that it kind of blurred the lines, and then it cuts to JBL and Morrow, and they're kind of just like, "Oh, that got weird." You know, that was awkward, and mm-hmm. so it was really well done. Uh, I think uh, after that, we got to see uh, the segment between Natalia, Carmella, and Nikki Bella. Let's clear the air. Let's talk about who really attacked Nikki all sure. those weeks or months ago, and. Um, we finally got our answer. It was Natalia. Carmella was telling the you truth. You little bitch. You bitch. Uh, yeah, she she got my pissed. cat has more she personality she, than you. She called her a bee like twice. Yeah. Well, she called Carmella snitch. Yeah. And then she called you uh, little snitch. Nikki a bitch. She did. So. I think she said it twice. She did. She pissed. She was like, "You might be beautiful on the inside and the outside." I think that was the flow. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're beautiful on the outside, but inside there's nothing. Yeah. But I mean, if she flubbed, that was a good improvisation to like yeah. carry it out. Because me, I'd be like, hold on, let me redo that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, I thought it was a very well done promo from Natalia. Uh, we haven't really yeah. gotten, you know, to hear that much. Like, there's too much of it these days where it sounds overly scripted but this sounded a little more i'm gonna free flow a little bit yeah she flubbed the line a little bit but it's nothing to hold against her because um, i didn't know where all this stuff was going i i really thought carmella was the one or something or there would have been someone else entirely yeah that but, was um, that's yeah that's where i was leaning myself but now i guess 
So it's going to be Natalia versus Nikki, but I don't know if Natalia is going to try to go after Carmella, but now Carmella's with James Ellsworth. <laughs> so I don't, Ooh, I don't. We don't know that they're together. She's well, not like, together. Yeah, what do big cats have to say? No, not together. Well, that's not canon. Not together. They're together. Not together. It doesn't matter. Oh, wait, are they? Did they establish they were together in NXT? Uh, not that they were in a relationship. They were just all together. But whenever they did the whole like NXT twenty four twenty four special or whatever they did, uh-huh. though, you know, that's not kayfabe though. Yeah. Well, I'm not Maybe saying, they haven't but they're living together. It show, uh, it's on the network. They were living together, or they are living together, or whatever. They've been together for a long time. I'm not trying to say they're together. I'm just saying, like storyline wise, I know. About I just be, messed yeah. with it. You got me. Mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we got to see Dean Ambrose going up against Luke Harper. Anything to really take away from the match up there? Uh, not really. Ended in a beatdown. I was half expecting someone to come out and try and help him. I but. see Harper lose. After just coming back like that. Yeah. But I guess the point was not really for him to get it. I mean, I guess obviously the point wasn't for him to get over in it. But, I mean, I guess he got his heat back when they when they beat him up and then it transitioned to the Miz shit. Yeah. Uh, was there anything with uh, Orton and Wyatt? I mean, they, they were there. They just beat down uh, Ambrose. They oh, okay. did, like, the Sister Abigail throw into the RKO. Yeah, that was it then, yeah. Um, I'm still digging them. Yeah, honest with you, it's still. I'm trying to get around it, and it's still a stretch. Um, but after but that, most I've liked Orton in years. Yeah, yeah. Well, after that, we got to see Alexa Bliss going up against a local talent, La Luchadora, and uh, this matchup ended not the way you would think. La Luchadora ends up defeating Alexa Bliss with if you the look disarma. at her face because you, they you can see uh, yeah. her eyes and you can see you can how she right moved away. and how she does. Like I know who that is. Then there was a spot in the corner where like Alexa was grabbing the mask and you could see the red hair sticking out and all that. It turns out it was Becky Lynch. Oh my gosh, shocker! She announced on uh, on Talking Smack that uh, Alexa Bliss had been ducking her, and so this You've was been ducking me. She felt like this was the only way to to get to Alexa. Before number match. one, I loved the mask and the gear that she was the high waisted pants that she was wearing <laughs> and the mask. Number two, this is the funnest Becky match that is elite easily since the split, maybe months before that. Why is why don't they let her do more lucha? Why don't they let her wrestle a little more openly? Because this is the best Becky match I can remember. Like in the you know the recent past, this is the funnest Becky match. So mm. I was like, fuck, let her do some lucha shit. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. And uh, I don't know. Why does she have to fucking put a mask on and have to wrestle that way? Just let her do some fun shit. Let her do what she wants. Yeah. Just turn them loose. Also, Alexa was fucking awesome when she was talking to Daniel Bryan, like getting scolded for lying about how <laughs> she was. Uh, I don't know. Alexa's got something. I, I was know. injured. What do you expect? Yeah. Hurting. Hurting, coach. I like how she talks, like uh, her facial expressions and. Yeah. Yeah, Becky yeah. was awesome last night, and so was uh, Alexa. They're good on both those ladies. Uh, after that, we got to see Mojo Raleigh without his tag team partner because I don't know if we covered it last week or not, but Zack Ryder suffered an injury. He's going to be out for several months. They're not the number one contenders anymore. They're Apparently, like you just lose it. Yeah. If well, you I mean, if they or later on, maybe. The match. If you don't know. use it, you lose it. Yeah. Normally, they would offer him a chance if you can find a tag partner. Here you go. Uh, the guy Hi, from that, that show, <laughs> Shooter, was there. I don't yeah. know the guy's name, but he was backstage looking for Randy. Mojo was there. You don't like, know Ryan Felipe? 
That's the same. You never seen Cruel Intentions? Uh, it's been a while. He's changed so much since that film. He's like a he little more compl- like yeah, he's a little jacked. Kind of that could be for the role and stuff, yeah. of shooter. You know, Randy Orton's in that show. I yeah. saw like commercials with him in it. And I was like, yeah. that seems. He's that's like why I was looking for him. He's like some weird militia guy. Yeah, yeah. I did like the cover that JBL did. It was like, yeah, you might want to might want to avoid him because he's kind of gone through some changes as of late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> since, he has, you, since you last saw him, he might not be the same guy anymore. He has three eyes and four arms, and his eyes glow, and yeah, he glows. He has a snake tongue. Um, wow. But uh, but no, yeah. And then that's that's the interaction between Mojo Raleigh and uh, Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. So they had a match, and Mojo won. Yeah. And then Ryan Felipe. What was that? What was that line he said like a few weeks ago? Choo choo. Uh, what was it? Playboy. Choo choo. He play says boy. it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> choo choo. Playboy. Yeah. He cracks me up. He really does all the stuff he says. And who? Mojo Raleigh uh, when he's like talking. It's just hilarious. That's because he stays hype. He doesn't get hype. He he's stays all gangster. <laughs> Apparently, he's like that. Outside of the ring as well. Oh, really? Hype. Like that, just energetic, like 90 mile an hour. I got to sleep go, in two days. Pretty much. Stop doing so much cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Uh, that takes us into the main event. Dolph Ziggler going up against uh, Baron Corbin with AJ on commentary. This match actually ends in a uh, double countout. But uh, I do want to give credit to uh, to both these guys. They put on an entertaining matchup. Would you agree? Disagree? Sure. I'm all forgetting. Right. It was fine. I yeah, think it's it fine. Good. It was good. It was all so right. So they're doing triple threat next week, right? They are, because uh, the match in a double count out. Uh, AJ Styles grabs a chair, lays waste to both of them, and Where Daniel do Bryan's you go triple threat plays. Triple threat. So, Quadruple threat. Well, John Cena's coming back in the first year. Oh, uh, so that's what Next week, gonna... sir. Next week. So that's where they're going to continue the, the John Cena and AJ Styles stuff. Oh, what did you think of that... That that promo, the little whistle thing with John Cena coming back, it I liked showed. it. <laughs> yeah. I was hype. I was like, "Yeah, I'm ready for Cena." Because they've they've been having promos and stuff like that, like him coming back, or they show stuff of his history and him coming back and stuff like that. So I'm like, they're gonna push, or they're he's gonna be doing something big. I don't know if is he gonna. I know he's going after AJ, but yeah. Well, I mean, the Rumble's coming up and. Do, 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 do. That would be pretty cool to see at the Rumble, AJ and uh, Cena. It would be nice. Maybe we'll get that at Mania. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, that pretty much does it for SmackDown. Only one bit of Hot Topic news. I'm sure there's more out there, but I just didn't happen to get it all in time. Uh, WWE is releasing Hasbro-style retro action figures. I don't know if you guys saw that. They're Uh, awesome. You guys show me pictures. Yeah, we'll find it for you. But... um, Think of the old Hasbros and just picture the new guys. They're Wait, like cool. the old rubbery? No, no, those are LJNs. Oh. LJNs are the rubbery ones, and uh, Hasbros are the little squat ones that sort of, they're, they're about like this big. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. They're sort I of. I had one of Jake the Snake, and. Um, mm-hmm. Look, there you go. he's pulling up a Rick, picture. Uh, those are so dope. <laughs> God, I love the Hasbros. <laughs> oh shit! I, want I had that. so many of those fucking Hasbro's when I was a kid. Oh, I love those. Nice. That's really cool. So yeah, so be on the lookout for those. Um, it was the line that was made by Hasbro from 1990 to 94. 
So be on the lookout for them. No, no official release date as of yet, but I'm sure it'll be coming out fairly soon. So uh, other than that, they're in the they're in the wild, I believe. Huh? I think they're already out in the wild. Oh, well, there you go. I may be wrong, but I saw someone like holding a picture of uh, a picture of someone holding them, like in a store or something. Nice. Uh, so far, the, at least the picture that we're looking at, it's got Ro- uh, Roman Reigns, The Undertaker, John Cena, Kevin Owens, Ultimate Warrior, and Brock Lesnar. So. Not sure how many they're going to be doing, but there's that. So, Hells um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to have to talk about? Any other hot topics? Anything uh, you wanted to cover? No, no, no. I don't know if we discussed it in previous episodes, but Booker T is running for mayor. Yeah. Oh, so, they they said that like all the time. Uh, what was cool. it, Renee or someone said yeah. on? It's like I I wish I could vote for you. Yeah. But, you know, I don't live there and stuff. And hey, man, I hope he gets it. I mean. We'll see. I mean, I don't know his views on anything. Yeah, it depends on his like, views and and how well the Houston community knows him. But I mean, people anyone, know who he is. Yeah, yeah, anyone's got a shot. So yeah, uh, we'll have to see how it all plays out. But if there's anything else for you guys, Houston, nothing? we coming for you. So, anyways, um, so that's gonna do it for us this week. Make sure to submit any questions you might have for us on our YouTube channel, WS Video, also our Facebook page, WS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com, WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook, and make sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. And uh, for those of you who check out WrestlingNewsForce.com regularly on your mobile device, uh, you will notice that our uh, our show is now on the uh, on the site. You. Yeah. So um, for the past. I don't know however long it has not been there. Uh, so if you were looking on your phone. About time. It, it is. And the, the it has yes. been noticed immediately. Uh, we've had over 10,000 downloads for this last week as opposed to oh, cool. previous cool. weeks where uh, it was lower. So um, the mobile site listeners are there. So uh, thank you to everyone who's uh, showing us the support. Uh, we are on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Abear. There you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. Happy holidays. Eat tons of bootios. <laughs> and I'm Tyler Abear. I'm done. Happy holidays. All right. And we will see you all next week. Booty. <laughs>